Hi guys, we're getting ready to start the radio show and I hope you tune in. It's going to be an interesting one. Hopefully very informative. That's what we all long for. And growing and learning is a process. <laughs> so since we will start the show and Bobby wants to say hello. Yeah, Bobby always wants to say hello. Hi. And soon we'll start the first music. So we're going to have a psychologist therapist psychotherapist today it's gonna to be very interesting he's gonna give us idea how to better ourselves do you want to get better i thought i was better <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more better than that sure there's always room for improvement okay so good i want to be better to be better be best be best be your best i'm gonna ask him if he can do us best <laughs> make us best <laughs> you okay. are funny. Okay. So Isn't he funny? Line <laughs> number one, you're supposed to have it all together. And when they ask how you're doing, just smile and tell them never better. Line number two, everybody's life is perfect except yours. So keep your messes and your wounds and your secrets safe with you behind closed doors But truth be told, the truth is rarely told I say I'm fine, yeah I'm fine, oh I'm fine, hey I'm fine but I'm not I'm broken and when it's out of control I say it's under control but it's and you know it I don't know why it's so hard to admit it When being honest is the only way to fix it There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin You don't already know So let the truth be told The Cure with Amy Cabo Life can bring many difficult situations. Domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. Well, I'm amazing this week again. Thank so you. So far, so good. Okay. Our show is available live on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com, as well as live streaming all over social media and the world. We are broadcasting live from Miami through satellite streaming to 37 radio stations among 11 states and soon after the show on any podcast player as well as next Sunday on Sirius XM channel 131, the family talk channel. This show deals with suffering and the tenacity of the human spirit, the will to survive and the courage to keep moving forward despite any obstacle, with the help of God, who enables us to help each other. We provide testimonials to let people know that we're not alone, as well as experts and inspirational speakers who can help. And in this show, the testimony started with me, having been a survivor from child abuse, well into young adulthood. I do believe we all suffer somehow, but with the help of God, we can be a source of healing for each other. For me, God was the only cure. 
but others for other forms of healing are presented as well to service everyone. Life is challenging, but there's always hope when someone cares. At least God does. First, I want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with all those affected by COVID-19, trusting that God will bring us to a full speedy recovery using all the new medications and Godspeed to all the medical professionals. They are amazing heroes. The song we played earlier was Truth Be Told by Matthew West. We want so badly to have it all together so much that we are willing to believe anything that supports a nicer weather. We don't want to feel as if we are vulnerable, so we pretend we're fine as we smile and try to make it better. It's a lonely place that only you know when it's never allowed to surface. The pain can get greater even though it's not on purpose. We can seem like we're okay and it's hard to admit we are broken. It's when it swirls out of control and we seek a different alternative that the truth is finally spoken. We are grounded by God's redemption, forgiven from sin and transformed by our failures. God will love us anyway. So it's okay if we fail or even if we fall. He already knows. Let the truth be told. It's about doing the right thing and answering his call. Today, we will discuss how to improve ourselves and function according to our true nature and greatest abilities. The person that can help us understand our potential is Faust Ruggiero from his 40 years in research and helping others. Faust Ruggiero is a psychotherapist, a researcher. He developed the process way of life, helping people realize and unleash the power they have inside themselves. Based on that program, Faust has authorized the Fix Yourself Handbook. Faust, welcome to The Cure. You are now live. Hey. Amy, thanks for inviting me. Faust, first of all, thank you for your meaningful service to others. others. What are the first steps people need to take in order to start becoming a better version of themselves? You know, Amy, I get asked that a lot. and. Uh, the answer I always give is that, first of all, you really have to want to change some things, and you have to be willing to do the work. Um, you know, you, uh, a lot of dialogue about the Lord, and, and, and that's kind of the way I do things also. You know, we, He gave us everything that we need inside. That's just already there. Uh, and what I tell people is we just have to get honest with ourselves enough to say, uh, things aren't where that I want them to be, and I'm willing to do the work, and then... Uh, it's just about accessing all those gifts and moving on from that point. And, and if, 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 we, if we are to move from that point, let's say we're, we're just in a very dark place, and at what point do we get to that, to that pivotal time where we say it's time to make a change? It's time to look at it from a different point of view, seek a different alternative. Usually we get to the point where everything that we think is right uh, hasn't worked for us. Uh, and usually I see people trying things over and over again uh, until they get to the point that they're finally willing to say, I can't do this anymore, 
and I need some help, and I'm willing to ask for that help. And so is, is, there, is this something for only people that are strong? Can even the weakest among us learn to be strong and improve in ways not yet discovered? <laughs> My opinion is the weakest among us are usually the ones that become broken and then become the strongest among us because they're the ones that look way inside themselves. Um, they have understood that none of us are really strong, uh, not on our own anyway. Uh, so they, uh, they, they're willing to do the work. They've looked inside. They begin to understand themselves. Those become the strong people. Okay, so not everybody is strong. Some of us are just weak. I think all weak spots. You know, I think strength is an illusion. That's what I think it is. <laughs> uh, it, you know, and again, you go back, you know, for, for myself, uh, you know, I, I, I do this for a living. I tell people how to be strong, and the assumption is that I am strong. Uh, and what I am is a person who has identified my weaknesses, uh, went to battle with my demons, uh, have my faith, and uh, came out at least what, what appears on top. At least I'm connected to my Lord, so that's on top for me. So let me ask you this curious question. Does not strength require challenges and struggles? Well, I think we don't know if we are strong unless we have those, uh, those struggles. Uh, how would you know that unless you have engaged in the battle? So uh, you know, oftentimes when we're in that battle and we're, we're, we're slipping and we're falling, we think that we're weak, but it's really not about did we beat it. It's about the war we're willing to wage. And in the process, we learn to fight and we get stronger because that's what challenges are for. I mean, if, if our lives were easy and they were perfect, there'd be no reason to discover new things, to discover new abilities, to realize the talents that we have and the gifts that we have. I think that life pushes you in certain directions that show you things that you may not know about yourself that you have not yet to discover. So basically it's trying. Yeah. Yes. And you know, um, it, it's really a matter of perspective. Uh, you can look at uh, what life throws at you as challenges or tests or whatever you want to call them. But again, if you're a person of faith, what they really are are gifts. Uh, you can't define who you are unless you accept the challenge. And the challenge is usually a gift in disguise and if you're willing to, uh, to uh, work with the Lord, if you're willing to look at that as something that can uh, help you improve your life, it's a whole different perspective, and, it, and then you're not fighting yourself. Well, there's always a different perspective where we fall short or where we maybe think that we are weak. You know, God always opens another door. God always shows us another way. I was supposed to be a nurse. I'm already a host. I had no idea. God has a sense of humor. Well, you're still a nurse. <laughs> At heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, so basically you try, try and try. So it's good to have participation trophies. Just for participating. It's, it's the people that have gone through the most trials in their life and that have experienced the most that I've noticed are among the strongest 
the most understanding, the most compassionate, loving, and really, really wants to help others. So, and you're right, and if you are a person of faith, then you will know that all God's doing at that point is preparing you for whatever it is he wants you to do. If you say, you're going to be a nurse, you're a radio host. I had three or four other things that I was going to do, and he keep, kept pushing me right back into what I'm doing, and I look at it today as a, a life lived without really having to uh, uh, work any day, because I, I still, after 40 years, love what I do. Nice. Well, in my opinion, life without God isn't life at all. Well, we will continue talking with Faust Riguero, who's helping us improve our lives and gain a better understanding. Stay with us. We would love to hear from you. Call us to ask a question. 1-866-34-TRUTH. 1-866-34-TRUTH. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Listen to me. Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life from me will find it. James 1.12 encourages us, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. This is Ann Graham Lotz. You can do whatever, I'll be here forever, spinning round inside this room. Hey, hey, won't you come on over? I'm a sucker for you, wishing we'll be out here soon So tell me if you wanna, cause I got this feeling I wanna hear you say it, cause I can't believe it With a touch of you, it's like I started dreaming Guess heaven's not that far away And I'll be singing la 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 you're breaking me, la 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 You're breaking me, la 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 You're breaking me, la 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 I'm just right here dancing around to the rhythm The rhythm that you play when you're breaking my heart You know that I can't get you out of the system Yeah, right from the start You play with my heart And I'll be singing la 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 now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back. This is Amy Cabo, and thanks for tuning in. Remember that you can listen to the radio show live through our app, The Cure, with Amy Cabo, or later as a podcast. Just look for The Cure. The song that just played was Breaking Me by Topic and A7S. We have been united with God for eternity, and nothing can change that. We can do whatever. It can be forgiven. God's unconditional love is forever. He just wants to hear it. We just have to want it. He's a sucker for us. We're his precious children, and he truly adores us. I'm sure his heart breaks every time we hurt or suffer. He's always waiting for us, just like a father. If we only keep our minds in Christ, we know it will not take long to discover that heaven's not that far away. There is always hope each new day when we turn to God and learn to pray. We're wow. talking to the therapist. You're rhyming again. <laughs> We're talking to the therapist, Voss Riguero, author of the Fix Yourself Handbook, who's helping us achieve a better perspective. So what's the difference between psychotherapist and <coughs> therapist, Faust? Is there? Psychotherapy, it, 
I'm sorry? The therapist and psychotherapist. One is for psychos. What you're looking for, I mean, you know, therapist, I could, could be anything, you know. Right. Physical therapist, whatever. Oh, you're right, all right. I we, we, don't question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fox, I wanted to ask you about internal balance. How can people acquire this? Hmm. Deep question. Internal balance. First, you really have to define what it is. And what we're talking about is getting those God-given attributes that we have in balance. We're talking about the physical, the intellectual, emotional, and spiritual attributes. We all have to try to get them working together. I don't know that there's a point where we, we, they're perfectly in balance. However, our ability to improve that and, and, to, and to find the peace we can get from, from uh, getting those in balance, that's what we're talking about. As far as getting them in balance, it's about working with the processes that we have. Uh, things like uh, uh, honesty and, and trust and uh, uh, faith, uh, gratitude, humility, a lot of things like that. When we start working with these gifts, and, and we use them every day in our lives, we become more balanced people on all levels. So it's about working those processes that I've been talking about. So it's, it's about those gifts that we have, that we work with, like the things that make us feel good about ourselves since we're made in the image of Christ. And those things are honesty. So we should dedicate time to our spiritual life and to helping others and to taking care of our surroundings and our environment and to taking care of ourselves and to learning and growing and if we give enough attention to all those things we can have a balance am i understanding this correctly you are on the right track absolutely you know i tell people everything we need has been inside us i mean the lord didn't create us with deficits he gave us everything we need. The world has a tendency to distract us and move us in different directions. And what's happened in our world is that we're looking outside of ourselves and trying to complete ourselves outside. We need to complete ourselves inside where all the gifts live. Yes, because if, I mean, I believe that we were all made in the image of Christ and we were all born good. There's a different school that believes that we're bad and therefore God teaches us to be good. But no, we're good, the world teaches us to be bad, God teaches us again how we're <laughs> originally good. <laughs> That's my take. Oh, and I, I think you're, you're right on target, you know. If, you, if you're going to have faith, and I believe faith is an all-or-nothing proposition, either you have all of it or you have none of it. Uh, you know, I think that if you're going to be a person of faith, you have to assume that the Lord created you, created you with goodness, and you're right, then, then there are going to be challenges. The world pulls you away, uh, there are temptations, then you have to overcome them and get back to yourself and get, get back to the person that the Lord created. And again, everything's inside. you just got to go inside you. you got to work with the Lord, but work with the, the talents and the gifts that He gave you. They're, they're all in there. So what's this process way of life? How can you apply that to the current pandemic as a way to help people not only to survive it, but to find peace despite all the life's changes that are taking place? You know, I mean, when I wrote the book, I wanted it to be something that was going to be able to be applied to any problem that came up, not just a few specific things. Um, again, with the, with the pandemic, 
you know, you know, we can survive it if we do what we're supposed to be doing. But we, so much of the pull is from outside of ourselves. We, we've invested so much of our energies in in that external world. Uh, so when it when it began to shut down, we lost ourselves. Um, the processes that I teach, you know, I start with you know getting very honest with yourself, with slowing down enough so that you can think. Uh, with putting your emotions on the back burner a little bit, all these quick fixes that that we are uh, we all look for, putting them on the back burner and working with the facts. And these are the gifts the Lord gave you. Uh, if 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 we work with those and we and we do what's right, it leads us to good fact finding, good information, and then our emotions become wrapped around things that are very healthy for us. How about fear? How do we deal with the fear? Because I think the major problem that we have right now is not so much the pandemic or the virus, but the fear that we have. You know, Barnes, it's always the reaction to what uh, is occurring. I always say, you know, what occurs is a neutral situation. It's just out there. We tend to put the charge into it with our emotions. And, and, and we fear that we're going to lose things. We fear that our lives are going to change. We fear that we're going to lose friends or we're going to lose property or, or money or whatever it may be. Once again, some of that comes from a very rational place. But then we put the fear into it, and we make it irrational, and that paralyzes us, and then we just sit with our fear, and we don't make any moves forward. Right. And how do we deal with it then? Just go. Attack. Well, trust, <laughs> trust in God, believing His promises, knowing His Word is real. Because if you trust God, and you know that He will provide, and you know that everything passes, and He will give us nothing that we cannot handle, and He will be with us to help us through it, there's no reason to be oh, afraid. Oh, there you are, a citation. God did not give us the spirit of fear. He said, be courageous and have good cheer, by yeah. the way. That too, yes. Don't let sadness overtake you. Cool. <laughs> At least I know that much. Some <laughs> things I do remember. No. Not everything. I still have a lot of reading to do. That's okay. So what would you say is the most important take-home message, especially for those who find it hard to recognize there's always hope? Well, and there is always hope. The message is that if you put your faith in the Lord, just as you said, what I always say is, how bad can something be? A month from now, you're going to be dealing with a different part of your life. You're in this right now. Relax. Take your time. Have your faith. Look at the facts, because faith allows you to do that, and then put the facts in order. The facts are always going to be the facts, and uh, they will lead you to a solution. Yes. Yeah, well, for those of us with PTSD, everything <laughs> can be really bad. But then, when you find God, God makes it very small. So, we will return to the cure in a, just a short moment. Only Betan let us. Call us if you'd like to ask a question about how to do better. 1-866-34-TRUTH. 1-866-34-TRUTH. We would love to hear from you. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> we will be right back with Amy Cabell and The Cure. I ran from you and wandered in shadows and found a God who relentlessly pursues I hid from you haunted by my failure 
and found a God whose grace still covers me. I fell on you when I was at my weakest and found a God, the lifter of my head. And I've worshipped you and felt you right beside me. You're the God of all my days Each step I take You make a way And I will give you all my praise My seasons change You stay the same You're the God continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back. Remember, we're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. All shows are available also as a video podcast. Just look for The Cure with Amy Cabo where podcasts are. The awesome song that just played was God of All My Days by Casting Crowns. Throughout all my days, God, you guided my steps and made everything possible in all kinds of ways. Haunted by my past, shame kept me hidden from you. But you were relentless. You never faltered. You carried me through. The times that were hardest, your grace took me above all the noise and the havoc that did not poison my love. Feeling you in my heart and knowing you're by my side Give me hope for tomorrow, when in your word I abide. I worship you every step of the way. I will follow your lead and try my best every day. You do rhyme. Good. <laughs> you should start writing my poems. We're talking to therapist Faust Riguero, author of the Fixer's Psychotherapist. Sorry. <laughs> also an author. There you are. Of what? Fix yourself. Handbook. Right. There you are. And about how to maximize our potential. Whilst, since we're talking about wonderful qualities and great attributes that we have within ourselves, can we speak about the roles of humility, gratitude, and faith in your program? Wow, all together. Well, they occur all together. Uh, you know, I, the program I put together is cumulative. You start at the very beginning when you feel as though you're broken or you hit your bottom, and you keep on working with it. And when you start getting to the point that you've made this a daily part of your life, you start to realize things like humility and gratitude and faith and all those. And, and it's a little different when, when you get, when the Lord is in your gratitude, for example, it's a little bit different because it, you're not just grateful for things you get or for what someone does for you. The gratitude lives inside you all the time, and it wraps itself around the rest of the world. Uh, the humility keeps you a student of life, uh, so you're always willing to learn, because there's a very subtle form of arrogance. It doesn't have to be in your face arrogance, kind of a, uh, I've arrived and I know what I'm talking about kind of thing. Uh, and humility keeps you, keeps you honest and keeps you willing to learn. Uh, when you're willing to do all these things, you get to the point where 
you get to a, a type of space where uh, it, like everything else, wraps itself around everything you do. Uh, and, and, and it opens your mind because even though we're weak, when we connect with the Lord and we have that faith, we're not powerful, but we are connected to the most powerful source in the universe. And we are more powerful than otherwise. Correct. Well, the, the way that I see it, if you need humility to learn and acknowledge things and to grow, does this not require humility for meaningful change? Yes, absolutely, because when you're talking about change, you're really talking about learning. You're talking about training your brain to do things differently. And if you believe that you have you have what it takes, you already have it, why pursue any more learning? Um, so you keep yourself humble, you keep yourself willing to learn, because, you know, I found that uh, sometimes I, I have had the good fortune to be with people who seem to be very weak, uh, not knowing what they're doing, and I'm helping them, and when, when we're, we're done and, and they leave, I realized that I took something away from that also, because I was willing to listen to them and maybe to try on what they said for size, so to speak. So I actually learned just a little bit. So, you know, counseling is one of those things where uh, if you're willing to listen to people, you also learn, and then you apply those lessons as you move forward. And it, it's, I've learned, I mean, I've learned that if you're grateful, if you're grateful about things, I mean... Are you a counselor too? They, no, this is personal experience. Okay. You know, things, bad things can always happen. Challenges will always be there. God never promised us roses, but he promised us he'll be there with us. And I understand, but if you're grateful, because there'll always be good things also we can focus on. And if we're grateful about the good things in our life and our blessings and what we have, it could really keep the misery away. Well, At least that's what I've learned. I be grateful every day. I think you can be a counselor. What do you think, Faust? Faust? Can, can I think she's already there. There you are. <laughs> All I can do is try. Okay, good. So let's talk about being a thoughtful person. Tell me how that plays in the importance of life. <laughs> you know, it is one of the most important parts of life. I've always said that you can acquire all the riches and all the knowledge and everything in the world you want, but until you are willing to be thoughtful and respectful enough to give those to other people, to be in service of other people, none of it means anything. I, I, I believe that that's why we're here, to be in service of each other. So, you, so we absolutely have to understand how to do that, how to be thoughtful, how to be respectful, uh, how to be willing to uh, understand what someone else is thinking and feeling and be willing to, without uh, ex expectation of any payback at all, be willing to... Uh, to be in service of them. And as our producer Betan says, it's nice to be important, but it's important to be nice. Well, you're right. It's definitely much more rewarding. So you tell me we should think of others and not so much focus on ourselves. I understand that we have to help ourselves, but don't we help ourselves in helping others? Yep. Yeah, we do. You know, I posted, um, I made a post yeah, earlier in the week, and it said that, that what, I, what I wrote was, the world out there is a very big place, but we make it very small when we're consumed with ourselves. Uh, you know, that becomes a very small world. But as you turn, as, as we turn our attention outward, 
uh, we define ourselves. We, we begin to understand that our problems aren't so great uh, and that uh, we're willing to uh, connect with other people. I just think that's why we're here. What other reason would there be? I think we need each other. I think that's why there's more than one of us. But, Foss, let's talk about love. Ooh. Can we succeed without love? I mean, what's love got to do with it, really? <laughs> I think, and I'm glad you went there, I, I think there's a very uh, popular misconception about what love is because we think it either is some, it's a feeling that we have, it's something that comes from the heart, or, you know, it, I talk about, in the book, I talk about something called pure love, which I believe is spiritual. I think that's what love is all about. Love has to come from our spirit. Uh, the Lord loves us unconditionally. He gives us the capacity to love, not from our hearts or our heads, but from our spirit. And when we understand that when we nurture the spirit, we learn how to love, then we've arrived at what really pure love is all about. Well, I think uh, love comes from God. God taught us love in the way that he loved us. It was the greatest example for us to learn to love others. He, he really, really, really is a good father and a good teacher. Trust me on that. Actually, the best therapist, too. Plays <laughs> me the songs I need to hear, shows me the posts I need to see, or has people tell me the things they need to say. Um, he never lets me down. Every day, he's always there. So we can always turn to him. That's true love. He's always there. So, if, fast, so, you know, and we understand that, I mean, it's my opinion, and I may be wrong, but love is the answer to everything. You are, it's in your book, Tell too. me about <laughs> one problem that cannot be remedied with love, when it's treated with love, in one way or another. And that's the case. When you get to the point that you are willing to love from your spirit, you're not expecting payback. You're not expecting to be completed uh, by someone else. You're understanding that love is giving. Love is something that you are extending to other people, not looking for so that you can feel better. The very fact that you give love on that level, that, that will give you all the good feelings you want. So love is selfless. It is. It has to be. And it needs to be unconditional. <laughs> needs to be Not when you do what I want you to do to or when you make me happy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's never love when you expect something in return. Okay, we would love to hear from you. Call us to ask how to deal with your demons. 1-866-34-TRUTH 1-866-34-TRUTH And get in touch with the angels Yeah, we have connection Through God We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure Every beat will say Thank you for the light Thank you for the truth, thank you for the way And listen to our heart, please listen Hear our spirit sing, hear us 
just listen to our hearts When words are not enough To tell you of our love Just listen to our hearts Listen to our hearts and now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and on social media. Look for God is The Cure. Later, the show will be available as a podcast. Just search for The Cure with Amy Cabo, wherever podcasts are, and subscribe, please. And please rate us so you don't miss an episode and tell us how we're doing. That's Maybe Amy how is doing. <laughs> The song that just played was Listen to Our Hearts by Stephen Curtis Chapman and Geoff Moore. Jeff? Geoff? I don't know. Those who are redeemed, how do we appear? Are we at peace? And is our, is our mind sound? Often we're the lost ones, forgotten and ultimately found. Words cannot explain the gratitude we feel when we are loved so well. And no, it's not in vain. For God becomes our truth, and He's the only way. So listen carefully. We love you, God. For all of us redeemed, no, we'll never go astray. Once you're in our lives, it's never too late. It's always tolerable, and we praise you anyway. Even when we feel horrible, we don't give up. Those of us who always pray. So don't ever stop trying, no matter what it takes, for heaven's sake. Rely on God's word, for once we discover his truth, we never break. We are talking to Faust Riguero, a psychotherapist, helping us discover his program, The Process of Life. Process Way of Life. Process Way of Life. And his book, Fix Yourself Handbook. Right, we can all use some fixing. Oh, well, I don't know, I'm pretty good now. There's always something to fix. Okay. I don't know. We can always <laughs> find something. Faust, can you tell me more about surrender? Is that bad? Is it not giving up? It's, in, it's interesting. As we went to break, uh, it's, it's the thought that I was thinking. Uh, people uh, look at surrender as a weakness or as giving up. Uh, surrender, in a spiritual sense, is the first uh, move toward empowerment uh, because what it does is it cleans us out so to speak it takes all the clutter uh, that the world's brought in and what and, and what we ourselves have introduced in our lives and it actually moves it out of the way it's, i'm done with all that i can't do this anymore so if you do not surrender to the lord you won't have the lord it's as simple as that so it's important to surrender to god and not your circumstances because always and not only to circumstances it's to what we we define as the luxuries and the wonderful magnific uh, magnificent things in life uh, it's about surrendering all that stuff really clearing it all out this is what I did and uh, I just get it all out of the picture start from scratch so to speak have one and only one source and then begin to add things based upon my relationship with God so I Surrendering is, a, is, is completely allowing the Lord in, but also taking things that would distract you from Him out of the picture. 
Right. Basically, stopping the bad stuff, giving it all to him, and doing your part. Not giving up. <laughs> oh, not giving in. Not giving up. Fast. What do you think about taking risks? Yeah, I think we should take risks. In life, isn't life itself a risk? Well, and, and you know, what we're talking about is life is a very dynamic process. It's always changing. You know, uh, we, we like to keep it more static. We like to keep it, you know, within our comfort zones and our routine because that makes us feel uh, comfortable, and we like that. And we don't. We, we, we although we say we want to learn all different things and do different things, we don't like being challenged. So there are risks, and what I tell people is, is take risks, but before you do, define what you're looking for uh, and have a plan to take that risk so that you can be conscious of what you're doing as you're going forward and you don't, you're not moved into situations and, and, and with people in your life where, where you don't belong or you don't want uh, to enter your life. Have a plan, then move out of that, uh, that comfort zone and, and uh, experience some new things. Yeah, I've noticed that most of the things that I've succeeded in life have required risks, have required courage, have required strength and determination. And the things that have been easy, especially when I didn't have God in my life, never succeeded. Even money that I made never lasted. Things that I tried to make never happened. And when you have God, that's when you grow courage. That's when you take risks. That's when you discover new things, discover new abilities you didn't know you had. I have courage to go to church. <laughs> despite so long And courage to walk away. Okay, there you are. Or that too. And that requires a lot of courage. <laughs> yes. That, that's, one, that's one of the most courageous things to do, where you define what you have to walk away from, and, uh, and, and you believe that's become such an important part of your life. You know... Uh, Sometimes you just have to be able to say, I can't do that anymore. And that, in fact, can be the risk because it's going gonna, it's gonna to define all new kinds of things that, that, that you, that you uh, want to do. Well, risks is how the greatest achievements have ever happened. I mean, you have to take a risk. You have to. That's just how it is. And, Foss, when it comes to your book, Fix Yourself Handbook, what kind of problems do you think would be most helpful to people when reading your book, Fix Yourself? Well, I mean, I, I wrote the book with a number of things in mind. One was to keep it consistent with Scripture, and two was to keep it uh, consistent with counseling. So when I wrote the book, it, it was designed to be a program that can help people deal with any problem that comes up in their lives. Um, so it, it, very much like, like a counseling session, you know, people will walk in and they'll say, uh, you know, I, I have anxiety or I've been abused or I, I, I have depression or whatever it may be. And by the time I've done the first two or three sessions, I realize that there may be 10 or 15 different things we have to look at. So it's never just, you know, uh, uh, one or two things. It, it, so the, if the book is doing its job, it should be able to help people deal with anything that comes up in their life. It's about becoming an empowered person, someone that believes uh, in God, in themselves, understands that everything we have in there, uh, in our, inside us, is there to help us do what we need to do. And so well, I've gone chapter by chapter, 36 of them, and I, we, we take problems apart, uh, 36 problems apart, and then I tell people exactly what they can do at the end of each chapter. And I made them small, 
so that you know it's four or five uh, pages, so not a lot of intense reading, and uh, and then they can go back and use it as a reference book later on if they need to. Well, basically, fix yourself from any problem with the common denominator being God. <laughs> I love it. Always. Amy should buy it. <laughs> Amy promised she's going to get it. <laughs> and so why do you call it a process journey? Where does that come from? You, you were saying that before. We keep on learning. Life is a journey. It's, you know, we like to define our lives by magnificent destinations, things that we're going to acquire, places that we're going to go. We all have those, uh, those bucket lists, if you will. But the truth of the matter is the gifts the Lord gives us don't just come here and there. They're every second of the day. So if you learn to live life the right way, you understand that every day, many, many times, you're being blessed with gifts and, and, and with circumstances that can enhance your life. So it's never about a destination or, or trying to get to some certain place or acquiring anything. It's always about the little moments of your life. That's where you're going to find the Lord, not in those grandiose places. We must be God's masterpiece. That's why it takes a lifetime of processing and learning. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So I guess we grow until we die. <laughs> and it's that time fast. You know, it's the end of the show. And we only have a few minutes. So thank you, Faust Riguero, for being on The Cure, helping us and showing to our listeners how to better than ourselves. Or More themselves. Ourselves. We're in it together. <laughs> okay. More information on him and his book, The Fix Yourself Handbook, is in his website, faustrigero.com. Thank you, Faust. Amy, it has been my pleasure. God bless you. You too. God bless you. Thank you. So, guys, we're going to finish with a prayer like we always do. Dear Lord, we come to you as humble as we can, and we ask for joy and faith to be restored. Lord, help us to change our ways and thoughts to be as yours. Lord, help us to truly forgive wholeheartedly. We want to give and receive real genuine love for now until the end of time. Please, dear Lord, allow our faith to be as strong as it once was before and give us the strength to allow you to do a good work in us. We need you every day of our life and we pray that you will never leave us or forsake us. In your son Jesus' name that I ask. Amen. Thank you also to our new auto producer, the awesome, amazing, beautiful Beth Ann for playing my songs and making the show sound good. Thanks to Robbie Dillmore of Kingdom Pursuit and the Christian Car Guy Show for his guidance. And of course, thank you to our listeners for being with us and bringing to us more than 75,000 podcast downloads. God is good. <laughs> thank God. He always provides. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. And uh, speaking of podcasts, obviously that's The Cure with Amy Cabo. You can uh, find it wherever podcasts are. Our app, The Cure, or our website, GodIsTheCure.com. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Keep safe, guys. But most importantly, keep the faith. Don't lose hope. 
God is ever-present as always. We are no strangers to tough times where God has seen us through many trials before. Until next and until Saturday. next Saturday at 1 p.m. again, much love and God bless and Godspeed. Peace and love to everyone. Amen. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcast of previous